This is Fulton, and standing over there looking out the window is my silent friend Fritz. He's waiting for spring to arrive so we can go outside and record the wonders of nature. Soon, I keep assuring him. Anyway, some years ago, I was in Toronto and I'd heard about someone at the CBC, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, who had a binaural microphone that could capture three-dimensional sound. It was a full-size head made of solid rubber with finely detailed ears and even a face. The German manufacturer Neumann referred to it as Kunstkopf binaural sound. I wanted to see this microphone, so I met the producer at the CBC, and he told me about a radio series they had done. I believe it was called The Best Seat in the House. And they recorded music, sporting events, radio dramas, documentaries, all kinds of things with that dummy head. I believe he said they even recorded a hockey game. So they would place Fritz in the center of a chamber orchestra, and when you listened with headphones, it sounded like the group was playing all around you. You had the best seat in the house. He showed me their Fritz, and you could see I was so intrigued by this microphone that resembled a human head, he asked if I'd like to borrow it. And of course I did, and so he lent me their Fritz. It's an earlier model than the one I now have. The difference is their Fritz wasn't very compatible with speakers. There were certain sounds, like thunderstorms, that sounded, you know, just so-so coming out of stereo speakers. But when you listened with headphones, it sounded very sweet indeed. I adapted a story just to record with their Fritz. It's called Sticks. It just reached out and grabbed me and held on to me, and I started, I was almost frozen, and then I grabbed this rock, and I hit it, it went right through the skull, like, like the skull was rotted through or something, and, but the eyes, the eyes, the eyes, the eyes, they just kept on looking at me, they didn't even blink. Across the Hudson River, from where I live, there was an old abandoned house surrounded by bushes, brush, weeds, and so many trees you couldn't see it from the road. It had been abandoned for years. It was still standing because it had a slate roof. Sticks begins and ends in an old abandoned house, so it was the perfect place to record this creepy story. And since we recorded it with this early model of Fritz, it's made mainly for headphone listening. So kids, Put on your headphones. Ready? Sticks by Carl Eduard Wagner. some kind of weird crucifix made out of sticks. Hmm. Hello? How'd you like to go fishing this weekend? 
Fishing for what? Trout. Where? Above Lake George. You really expect to catch something? You bet. <laughs> This one's not a crucifix. I don't know what it is. They signs or something? It's a very strange way to say no trespassing. You think it's a child's game? Slightly bent child. Hmm. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just gonna jot down a sketch of this. really a very intricate design. Angles and the lengths of these sticks are well calculated. Have you ever seen anything like these? No. And they really disturb me. I don't know why. Because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, probably. You know, they're really bizarre, these little stick lattices. There's another one up here. Hmm. Nailed to a tree. It's different. You know, it's not a random assembly, but a meticulous, intricate construction. It's Somehow very sinister. Carol! Look at this. Looks like it's been abandoned a long time. It's so old, the, uh, the roof is starting to cave in. Look what's around it. Good God. All those stick things. They're everywhere. Mm. On the bushes, trees, side of the house, touching each other. And those apple trees are really sickly. Look, the fruit's all deformed. Ugh. Even the flowers are ugly. Look at the foundation, it's enormous. Too big for this house. Like some other kind of building stood here originally. That's strange, isn't it? Hmm. Could support a castle. The door's fallen off its hinges. Hey, uh. Be careful. A floor could be dangerous. Seems solid. Just watch yourself, okay? Hmm. Anything in there? Some leaves, mold. Room too. 
I think, I think these are the schematics for the lattices outside. You mean it's a planning room? Hmm. Oh, boy. See now these here? Mm-hmm. These are pretty fresh. Done in, oh, I don't know, the last couple of months, maybe. Well, the last couple of days. <laughs> um, <clears throat> hello? Hello? Where are you going? Upstairs. Now be careful. I don't think there's anyone here. I mean the steps. Yeah. Boy, these things are really weird. Any more up there? No. Just peeling wallpaper and wet plaster. Well, just watch yourself. Yeah. Floor could be rotted up there. Ugh. What? Ugh. What? Ooh. Carol. Carol. was some derelict. Um, you know, 
grabbed my wrist and uh, couldn't get loose. Mm. I thought I crushed the skull, but then you heard him coming up the steps behind me. No. You didn't? Well, it probably was some crazy hermit. What's this for? Oh, uh, <clears throat> it's a cover that I finished. Uh, it's for an anthology of horror stories. <laughs> I bet you got some good ideas today. <laughs> Can you spend the night? I have to be in New York in the morning. I wish I could. Next week? No. I can't. The following? <laughs> I don't know. October. <laughs> Maybe we should just book a lunch date for sometime <laughs> next spring. October. Frightening. It's from the translation of the Book of Elders. It's called The Dwellers in the Earth. Mm. It's where he describes a megalithic structure, a crypt beneath an ancient churchyard, references to elder glyphics that kind of resemble the, the stick designs we saw. Really? Yeah, look. Yeah. These incantations he records here from Alori Juroko's Forbidden Tome. Yogra, Yogra, Zurt, Harak. I can't pronounce them. Pages of them. Let me see Good grief. Well, I told George about those sticks, and he was really intrigued. That's when he agreed you should do the illustrations, so. Here you go. <laughs>
I never told you the truth about what happened down there in that cellar. I heard this sound. And uh, oh, there was a shaft of light and there was this table and this, there was this thing, you could see the thing through the light. The table had this groove along the side of it. And it just reached out and grabbed me and held on to me. And I started, I was almost frozen. And then I grabbed this rock and I hit it, it went right through the skull. Like the skull was rotted through or something. And, but the eyes, the eyes, the eyes, the eyes, they just kept on looking at me. They didn't even blink. Slowly, it, it, it released its grasp on me. And then I tore up the steps trying to find you. And I heard it coming up the steps behind me. It was still alive. It's not a nightmare. I'm telling you what happened okay. down there. Okay. Damn, I'm calling. Don't you ever answer your phone? All right. This is George. The preliminary sketches are terrific, but what is it with these insane sticks you got poking everywhere? Carol told me a little bit about them. They're great. Why I'm calling you is this. Weird Tales magazine will give the book a plug. They're going to print part of the Dwellers in the Earth, and I want a couple of completed illustrations. Call me as soon as possible. Bye-bye. Hi, it's Carol. I'm having lunch with George. He's dug up some details about that old farmhouse. Uh, um, not the farmhouse, but that strange foundation it's sitting on. I'm seeing him on Wednesday. He says your sketches are really crazy. If you can give him the shivers, call me when you can. Floating in space, stars, objects drifting past, the sticks floating among the stars, forming patterns like some unearthly alien alphabet, growing on my belly in a tunnel lined with stone, dank, moss, slime. Subterranean chamber, stone, table, figures clustered around the table, someone held down, struggling, a bronze knife raised above it, someone's hand. illustrations. Mm -hmm. I'm using them in the next issue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't like them? No, no, they're, they're great. Very, um, very effective, disturbing. <laughs> what did you find out about that foundation? 
It's possible that it's connected to some megalithic culture that originated in Europe and then migrated to North America. What? When? Yeah. Well, way the hell back. In the Bronze Age sometime. Similar configuration can be found in places like Lion Gate, Mycenaean, Stonehenge, Passage Graves, Barrow Mount, throughout oh. Europe. Seems to have been a cult who worshipped a sort of earth mother, sort of with fertility rituals and sacrifices, believed in the immortality of a soul, that it could be attained through interment in megalithic tombs. Oh. There are hundreds, hundreds of these megalithic remnants found in the Northeast. No kidding. Yeah. Mystery Hill in New Hampshire is one of the most famous. Mm. But there are a lot of others. And that farmhouse of yours might be one of them. What about this sacrificial <gasps> table? Did you see it? No. <laughs> I don't even know if it was there. Why? Why? What does it mean? Well, they sacrificed animals and sometimes humans. Oh, no. There's a groove along the edge. It's a channel blood into a bowl. Oh, God. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> what about the sticks? Oh, a stick. I'm glad you asked me about that. You know what they indicate? What? They seem to indicate that some unknown cult still survives. Oh, no. And it creeps running around in the hills. <laughs> you know, these places had a certain fascination for colonial sorcerers and mm. alchemists. Mm -hmm. Especially after the witch hunts. Mm -hmm. I think your uncle knew something about it. Mm. Well, you think you could find that place? God, I don't know. Hi, Colin. I never talked to you. <laughs> this is George Brandon. I'm calling to tell you that we've had terrific feedback on your Weird Tales illustration. Uh, one fellow in particular, Major Leonard, he pressed me for details about your sticks. I'm afraid I told him too much. He's written and phoned several times for your address. He wants to see your original sketches. These overbearing occult types give me a pain in the coven, frankly. Uh, call me. Bye.
Kara? <sighs> what time is it? One o'clock in the afternoon. I need some coffee. Jobs ahead, IMF, publisher murdered, publisher, publisher George Brandon was murdered in his office. Oh my God. Found dead in his office Friday morning. Evidently, thieves were surprised late Thursday night while ransacking his office. Police believe this. Brutality of their crime. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> Cold. It's still alive. Calling from Glen's Falls. I rented a car. I'm going out to find that old house. She's gone there.
Sticks was based on a story by Carl Edward Wagner, adapted for radio by M. Fulton. Sticks was directed by Bill Raymond. Music was composed and performed by Tim Clark. Location recording engineer was Bob Balecki. Carol was played by Laura Esterman. Colin by Stephen Keats. George and the Ghoul by Bill Raymond. Associate producer for The Cabinet of Dr. Fritz is Phoenix. Executive producer is Tom Lopez. The program was produced by ZBS Foundation, which is solely responsible for its content. This is a ZBS production. This is Ben Fulton and Fritz. We're part of ZBS. Check us out at zbs.org.